What's going down? What's going down? It's your boy T. Cole, and this is the Outnumbered Effect Podcast. So typically, I usually do my intro with my guest, with me, but after editing this episode, I just had to switch it up, and I had to add this in here just like this. So this week, we have Ashley Mitchell from Ash Rock Candles this week. In addition to that, we have her boyfriend with her. Kind of giving us a little bit of side commentary. Shout out to Mike Henderson. So they say behind every strong black man is a strong black woman, which I truly, truly believe. But in this case, behind this strong black woman is a supportive black man. So while I was editing the episode and even listening to the episode, she's just an amazing black woman, entrepreneur. But at the same time, to hear her story, through her man's eyes in addition to her telling us is truly special shout out to black love y'all and without further ado ashley mitchell with mike henderson hi guys how y'all doing Woo! with mike on the side her What's man up? my hey. homie too Long-time friend, long-time fan of the show. Uh, I know this is about Ashley, but I just want to gush about you real quick. I've known you, it's probably been like 13, 15 years maybe since like I've met you. Uh, and you're just one of those dudes that like a lot of people just, oh, you know, this is, we worked at HGB, a little small-time job. And it's like, this is where they'll be. And it's just like, I knew that you'd be doing something. I knew that you would be relevant and special. And, and here you are, and I'm proud of you, man. I just want to say that. Oh, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, like you said, known him for a long time, 13, 14 years, because I've been here since 07. So started yeah. working at HEB like 08, yeah. I think. So, yeah, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about your business and yourself, Ashley. Yeah, um, so just like you uh, introduced me, my name's Ashley. Um, my business is Ashra Candle. I've been in business for about four and a half years now. Um, I make hand poured soy candles. And during COVID, a lot of crazy stuff happened and I had to add in bath and body products. Um, and yeah, everything is handmade. Everything is uh, vegan. Everything is local, made in Austin, Texas. And um, we also donate to mental health organizations. Um, that was really important for me to give back in my business as well. That's awesome. You say the candle life chose you. Oh yeah, yeah, it did definitely. Um, making candles is something that I've always wanted to do. I just never felt like I had enough time. Um, mm -hmm. And once I actually made a candle, I was like, I'm quitting my job and I'm doing this. And everybody thought I was crazy. <laughs> They're like, are you sure? Like candles? I'm like, yeah, like this is what I'm gonna do. Like I just instantly knew. And I just had to like figure out a plan and a way to make it happen. And I did that. Can I jump in real quick and be like a little bit more accurate historian? Yeah, sure. So Ashley knew that she wanted to work for herself. Um, and she actually, she would like think up ideas happen what do you think if I do this what do you think I do that like, okay like you know do it like show me what you got like prove it and then like move forward with it and she started making hat wigs first 
And she put a lot of time, effort, energy, money into it. We did our first market. We realized that like the price point wasn't right. Like we've never been to one of those like markets before. Everyone else is selling stuff for $5, $10, stuff like that. Her products were like a hundred plus. And so we got, we were out there for eight hours, no love. And we're just like, okay, and maybe this isn't <laughs> right. And so then she just kind of just like sat around and thought about it. And she's like, what if I make candles? I was like, okay, here we go. Like she's just gonna, I, my older brother like did the same thing, made bone arrows, made pool tables, just like just made random stuff, made beer just for fun. And I was like, you know, whatever. Uh, and she put like a lot of time, energy and effort into it. And then over the last four years, we see it like evolve and grow. And then this last year, she, for the first time she quit working, went full time with it. full time. That was so scary. That and was like last, just last year. You said, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, February of last year, I decided to quit my job. It was a very pivotal moment in my business. Um, I felt like during COVID, it was either just like sink or swim. And even though COVID was like a terrible time and we're still going through it, um, I feel like it really helped my business grow as a small business, especially as a black owned business. And it helped uh, me get a lot more eyes on my business as well through like shout outs and like platforms. And um, also during COVID, um, I make handmade uh, soy candles. So everybody was at home. Everybody was like crafting, right? Which is cool. But uh, soy wax was completely sold out for like three months. That has never happened in the like freaking four years that like I've made candles. So I was like freaking out. Uh, I had like customers reaching out to me. They were like, hey, can we support you? Can we like buy like anything? So I hopped on YouTube and I started watching videos about how to make other products. And like, I was kind of like forced to grow through COVID. And like, that's how I started making like bath bombs and like body wash and lotion. And now it's crazy because I have customers that only buy candles from me. Then I also have customers who only buy like bath and body products. So it was kind of cool how that happens. And that was a big spring springboard for the business. It's the last couple of years, like doing the taxes for her business, it was like, oh, well, you only made this much compared to how much you put into it. If this goes on so many years, it'll be a hobby. You don't have to claim it. And then this last year, she's definitely going to have to claim because adding the new products and just having more to the business, like really made it pop and like and blow up and this like this last year was huge for us like she was saying in in more words it was it was huge like i, I don't want to like just diminish like what COVID did to a lot of people but it was, it was right. kind of a blessing in disguise for us just as far as the business goes what it allowed us to do the the free time and um i guess where everyone else had space and what everyone else was doing and it kind of put a more of a light on small businesses and stuff like that so it was crazy it was good though yeah and like honestly like there's there's no way that I would have uh even thought about making other products if it wasn't for like COVID I would strictly just be like candles only and I feel like that's helped my business grow too introducing other products so that's dope yeah that's that's <laughs> fire no that's great I just love hearing both of y'all I'm, I'm glad you jumped in Mike because it really just made everything just pop a little bit more just just hearing y'all say all that just uh I've had several businesses on here and hearing about COVID and y'all y'all aren't the only ones that you know 
y'all took your right. time, especially all that free time. You know, some yeah. of us had that if you worked from home or you lost your job, you know, so just a lot of free time and you guys used it wisely. So that's dope that you ended up introducing new products and it has made your business pop. And, you know, right now, Black is in. <laughs> yes, sir. But it's always been in for us. <laughs> That's fire, though. That's real clean. So what was uh, the first product that you introduced and you were like, yo, this is it. They're loving this one. Oh, oh my God. So like with the candles. OK, so I'm going to be honest. <laughs> My first candle was like trash. <laughs> okay, like like for real, because like, you know, like I went to Hobby Lobby, uh, got my wax, got my wigs. Poor quality ingredients, you know, but I was excited. I was pumped and I made the candle and I just felt so like inspired, you know, to just like keep going and um, just keep like pushing or whatever. Um, I would say that overall, our candles are the top seller. Like, like here, like over all of my products, uh, candles are in demand. Uh, but I would say our lavender candle scents, which I'm not like, I wasn't always a huge fan of like lavender, but like our lavender candles do very well, very well. So yeah, looking at the numbers uh, from last year, her candles, like for the totality of the money that she made, her candles made like two thirds of all the money that she made. It's the most popular item. Uh, but the candles have been around for four years. So the candles have seen a huge evolution. They've changed a lot in, in vessel and in wax and wick, uh, changing up scents, adding stuff, taking away stuff. And we feel like where it is now, it's, it's in demand. But as far as like the new things, I feel like, and, and she said this to me just in conversation, her bath bombs, because she's on TikTok now, like she just, putting herself out there, uh, doing a whole lot of, she does everything about the business she does, like social media, the website, everything. And so getting on TikTok, she's noticing that she's getting a following and it's just on her bath bombs. Yeah, that's crazy. I think there's like new customers that don't even know that she makes candles or anything else. They're like obsessed with her bath bomb videos and new scents and all that stuff. And so if there's something that, the candles will get, they've, they've been around and they've had evolution, they had a glow up. But the bath bombs, I feel like it's a new product that was born last year, came on the scene. And like, again, it's like she has a, she's amassing a following for the bath bombs that like people were just like, I don't care, Ashrock Candles, what are you talking about? Like, where are the bath bombs at? It's, 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 it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. It is crazy when you think about all these new social media platforms and it's just so one track with right. things you know and that's just the way way it is everything is just so microwave now so yeah these kids they see one thing and it's like no <laughs> i want that that's yeah. all i want mm -hmm. and then like also too like um i put a lot of like tlc and a lot of time into like all of my like products that i make because like I see a lot of people that like uh, try to put out like 10 different products all at once. You know what I'm saying? And like when like it, it probably took me like I say like four years because I've been in business for about four, four and a half years, but like four years like of just testing different waxes and wixes to like get my candle right. And even when I did get my candle right, um, 
distribution, like people's, um, my suppliers would get like shut down. So they would go out of business because they couldn't keep up with the like cost of goods and all type of crazy stuff. So like I would get my formula down <laughs> and then my supplier would like completely stop selling the like wicks that I had, the like wax that I had. So I, like I've gone back to the drawing board like 10 times, which is stressful. And like even with my like uh, Bath and Body products, like I take maybe like I would say like several months and I test like about eight different like formulas and I like test it on my skin and I test it on my body to make sure that it's a good product. And I find that um, anybody who's like um, in the same like realm as me with like candles or like bath and body uh, products is very important to like test your products. And some people just like try to make something and then push it out. And then they're like, it's not selling. It's like, it, it takes time. Like you have to test these things. The moral of the story Wait, is... I, I, I want to say this and I, I don't want to forget. So I'm going to chime in. Sorry, sorry. I'm <laughs> I, I, I want to chime in. So Ash is putting her mind, soul, and body into her business. This yes, black sir. woman is doing it, man. She's not testing it on other people or animals. She's testing no. it all on herself. <laughs> All on herself, man. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you, thank you, man. She's just, just, just you doing gotta it. want it, and you gotta be willing to put like a lot of money into it, like up front. Like, I mean, some people do strike gold, or some people do like they got the money to put into it. It's not a big deal, but like a lot of people don't, and it's not just like people see what you know what you put out there. It's like, oh man, like you're popping off, and it's like it's a lot of money behind the scenes. It's a lot of trial and error. It's a lot of stuff that don't work uh, to get to what you're a final product that you're happy with. Yeah. You got to spend money to make money. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. That's like you, you, roll credits. That's like, that's, that's the moral of the story right there. You know, that's just what it is, man. It's just a little, it's a little flip, you know, yeah. people, you know, starting off, you're thinking about like those those people that own car washes, you know what I mean? Or other yeah. small stores that had to fail a little bit, spend a little bit of money, but it worked in the long run. So you you basically just taught yourself how to make yeah. candles, huh? I'm like self-taught, like for a, like, uh, like I get so many people who like reach out to me to be like a, a mentor uh, for them. And like, I've like, I've helped other people start their like, uh, candle businesses and like things like that which I feel like is really dope and that's cool because like I literally didn't even think to do that like that's like so freaking smart to just go to somebody who's like already has their stuff like you know lined up I literally like you should start like a, a master class and get paid from it so yeah that's you know, what I'm saying. I, like I've, I've been yeah. thinking about doing that too I just gotta find the time but like honestly like yeah that's everything is self-taught like but to chime in and to, to not be too long, like, uh, I'm not saying this because, like, actually, it's my girl. Like, I've never seen someone in their free time be, like, so passionate about studying. Like, we say business is four years. The first year and a half we said was research and development and spending a lot of money trying to figure it out day in and day out. Like, literally multiple days, staying up for multiple days. YouTube videos, notes. We have notepads everywhere. Like cool. you just pick something up <laughs> and it like has notes and information about an aspect of the business. And 
I like it's not all necessary to be successful, but like the more you care, the easier it is. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just like it's it's not even just like oh I have to go to business school. Oh I have to learn this stuff. It's, it's, like, it's like a desire yeah. for her to learn. I've never been that passionate about anything outside of like video games in my life. So like <laughs> I, I can't even like I can't comprehend like being passionate about learning and growing. Like I like I like school and stuff, but like putting that much like energy and like want like love into a business like maybe y'all like it clicks for you guys with you doing your podcast and all that stuff and doing your real estate stuff on the side and hosting and all the other stuff that you do that's a lot like y'all need to understand like that's a superpower and like for us regular people it's like it's hard for the, the brain to like comprehend somebody like no, <laughs> I appreciate you, but I got my own struggles too, bro. So, like, <laughs> thank you. Though. I got my own shit too, but uh, thank you though, bro. Thank you. But I, 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 I understand and black women are amazing. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. true. 100. I'm glad I have another one to the catalog <laughs> on the podcast because that's just, I understand because I see, like you said, you said it's been a year since you quit your job, right? Yeah, yeah um, it, it's been a year since I quit my job. And uh, like, it, it's so crazy because at that time, because uh, like my faith with like God and like everything, like I feel like God has uh, lined up things for me and put me in a position to like win. But there are so many things that I had to like learn up until this point. Cause there are so many people who can just, you know, go like viral and all that stuff. And I feel like I have so much knowledge and I'm so grateful that I've learned everything that I've learned for me to feel like I'm comfortable enough to leave my job and like understanding, like, like there's no net, you know what I'm saying? Like I have to be willing to hustle and grind and like constantly put out tiny fires, you know, like things are constantly going wrong in my business but like spinning that in a positive way and just finding a creative way to like keep my business afloat, you know? And like this year I'm focusing more on like uh, stability and, you know, um, getting like wholesale clients, um, you know, getting my products in stores. Like we have a website that's doing very well um, and just, you know, continue to do like markets and things like that and just like really get our business out there but like more so depending on the business to create income if that makes sense like versus like me depending solely on like farmers markets and crafters markets but just like wholesale like private label you know what I'm saying like I don't necessarily have to like leave the house like three times a week oh I believe in you I know that's gonna come you know, even if it's not this year or next year, eventually, right. or next month or next week, it, that's definitely going to come for you. And I definitely wish you the most success with your business, for sure, for sure. Just hearing your story and seeing where, it, where it's come. And then just knowing you also, too, I, I just personally, also, too, that's that's awesome to be able to just work work for yourself. And this pandemic has just been crazy. Yeah. You know, a lot of businesses shutting down, but then a lot of businesses blossoming too, you know, right. at the end of the day. And like you said, running out of certain products to make and you're testing it on yourself, 
looking for new formulas and everything. And you think about COVID now it's 2022 and there's Mm -hmm. just been trickle down effects. You know, you you think it's back to normal, but it's not. But then you look at the stores and certain things are gone. Certain things haven't come back, you know, some foods running out, food prices going up. Uh, prices going up. What's that? Prices going up. Gas prices. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So there's still like long lasting effects of the pandemic still just hitting us in little in little trickles. But it's good that your business is is flourishing. And when you're running out of certain products, you're finding something to replace it, finding new formulas. And you say it's all vegan too, right? Yeah. 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 And that's important to a lot of people right now. That's one thing that people are looking for. And then you can also say no animal testing. Right. That's another big one. <laughs> Tested on myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no animal testing. You see that on a lot of products that sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you? It's important. It's important. So you guys, you guys, you sell a lot of candles online and then also you guys go to markets as well, you said? Yeah, um, so we do um, crafter markets um, that really focus like on the local community. Um, I have my products in a few stores. Um, I have my online website and I have a few things that I'm working on right now. So I'm excited about that, but I'm not gonna spill the beans yet, but yeah. I'm, I'm excited. That's awesome. Well, when that happens, you let me know, and I'll definitely let everybody know on the pages. <laughs> but what stores are you in? Um, I'll let him tell you. So right now, um, oh no, I drew a blank. Uh, we are in a Primadora, Primadora on South Congress, and uh, we are also in their Georgetown location as well. Okay. Nice. Yes. That has all your products in there, or just um, the candles? So- it has our candles and our bath bombs and room sprays. Okay. She has a lot of products, yeah, uh, <laughs> whether it be online markets or the stores, those are like probably the three biggest movers. So uh, there's a lot of stuff. It's, <clears throat> it's extra if, if we get to sell on it, cool. But like, again, like those, those three, like I said, the candles generate two thirds of all sales. Those three combined probably generate I, probably 90% of all the sales. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, with the, the new things in place, uh, we want to not spread ourselves too thin. Um, but yeah, so as far as, I think going back to your, your question, at least this last year, markets were the big money maker. Yeah. Uh, the year before that, when it was full-blown COVID, don't go nowhere, don't do anything, it lockdown, was it was online. And so we're curious to see what happens this year. Yeah. New year, new trend. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. And I have like a lot of things planned and I just want to like continue to like grow and like scale our business and just like focus on like wholesale, which is like a really big thing for me now. Just getting into more stores and building those like relationships with store owners and like also our community that I'm building like online through my website and like markets and my customers uh which are very awesome um it's so cool to meet people and to like hear their story because again with my like mission how we like give back uh for 
mental health awareness and suicide prevention. Um, you know, like I've been through like a lot of stuff in my life as a young adult. Like I got kicked out of the house uh, when I was 16. So I've been on my, I've been on my own for pretty much my like whole life. You know what I'm saying? So like I had to learn all these things, how to cope, how to like work out, uh, how to like eat healthy, how to like journal and how to deal with my like stress. And like at a point in my life, I was very depressed. You know what I'm saying? So like, it was so important for me to like spread awareness. Um, we donated to Austin Clubhouse this year. Uh, our, do our donation was like, uh, I think it was like $846. Mm -hmm. Um, and they help, um, adults who are like diagnosed with mental health, health disorders, get jobs, get, um, housing and things like that. And the year before we donated to mental health America, uh, and they work with like a lot of homeless young teens and adults. So I just like, it, it keeps me going on the hard days to like have that drive behind me because like. I have no choice but to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is no failing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Hmm. I hear that. That was a mouthful. <laughs> no, no, I, I love it. I love it. We love the long-winded people on the pod. Like, <laughs> when y'all come on, it's really about y'all. So, if you want to talk, just just talk. Because this is, honestly, your time. When you, when you really think about it, uh, bringing somebody to a pod, uh, interviewing them or even just having them on to where we're doing a topic episode like if they're not on it's like hey you never know the next time you're going to be on a podcast and right. that's what it's here for you know to talk you know sometimes people don't want to hear you talk but today <laughs> we want to hear you talk <laughs> and, I, and I think y'all are really you know both preaching this morning and saying some really really good things you know they're, they're hitting home for me and I hope they're going to hit home for people that are going to be listening to this in the near future probably next week <laughs> oh thank you thank you i feel like listening to us talk so doing the markets it's various beer gardens throughout austin uh, oh and, and tell everybody what market y'all go to because i thought y'all were gonna say yeah them and I, yeah, yeah. uh so uh at the moment we've been working with frida fridays um they're awesome um they bring so many people together, uh, so many creatives, entrepreneurs together um, in like a safe space for uh, people of color to like, um, you know, set up shop, um, be able to like sell our products, get our name out there. Um, and they create a awesome community for like everybody, um, free to Friday. And then we also work with Drafting Craft. Yes. Both have pretty decent followings. Um, they normally set up in your various beer gardens. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar because every time I look at your Instagram page, it's always a, a picture of a, a beer. So <laughs> I, like, I'm going to say places that are home to you. It's like, oh, like, so here like we that. go. So we got Weedle uh, Brewery in South Austin. So uh, Radio. Go ahead. So you said Fiesta Gardens? Is that what you uh, said? Uh, no, so it's a Meanwhile Brewery. Oh, okay. So you guys yeah. sell over there too? Yeah, so it's Meanwhile Brewery. It's a Luster Pearl South and East. Mm -hmm. um, Revival Coffee, uh, Radio, uh, ABGB, just to name a few. And then there's a bunch of other places where we set up. Uh, on uh, Tomorrow, uh, we will be at Meanwhile Brewery. 
And okay. so it, it's the markets, it's a, it's a traveling thing. It's wherever we're at, wherever our host, whether it's uh, Frida Friday or Draft and Craft or whoever else we work with, wherever they're setting up. So mm. we go to these different pop-ups and I feel like everything that we're saying to you right now in the podcast, every person who gets, uh, who purchases something from us is like getting the same spiel. I almost feel like, I feel like we're selling you a candle right now. Like this, <laughs> like I, the, the, it's almost the exact same conversation is this real? with anyone who wants to like hear us. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I definitely want to buy some candles from y'all. The, the next candles I get, I definitely want to get from y'all. I want to come get them from you personally though. Honestly, that that's what I want to do, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like I, I said, some candles. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, on Sunday, uh, the beginning of the year, uh, rollout for events is going to be a little bit slow with everything. New variants and yeah, weather and all that stuff. But I mean, it was like this last year too, like especially with the storm last year. But after the storm, we we just picked up and kept going. Yeah. But yeah, man, we'd love to see you out. Definitely. Definitely. I need some candles and, and some bath bombs. I like bath bombs. They <laughs> yeah. smell good. They smell real good. Do you have a, do you know, like, a, do you have like a particular like scent that you like as far as the like candles go or? I mean, lavender is always right cool. Now on the podcast, like for candles and bath bombs. <laughs> The sweeter, the better. If it, if, if it smells like food, if it smells like a, like mangoes or something like that, that's what I'm Man, you know, honestly, when it comes to candles, uh, like a passion fruit okay. type thing, you, you know, know what I mean? Like, so I like the, the mahogany type, type stuff. Some mahogany? I think so. Uh, yeah. I don't really know a lot of the scents by name, because honestly, when I buy candles, I'll just, I'll smell a whole bunch. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> And then get the one that smells the best to me. We yeah, we notice that people have like a different. We when we even start setting them up and like separating them into like sweet, musky, foody, like whatever. Because we've noticed that people like people gravitate. They'll like this section and hate everything else. So we'll make sure we let you check out everything. Because and I, I guarantee you, she has something that's gonna like that's gonna hit home for you. Okay. I got you. I'm down. <laughs> that sounds fire so you said donating back to mental mental health awareness and suicide prevention because you said it hit it hit home for you you were saying that because you've been out since you were like 16 years old yeah I mean I'm <laughs> like I can tell you stories like I've been through a lot in my life and I feel like I'm like an old soul but maybe it's because I've just been through like so much of my life so I'm a very like grateful person like I wake up in the morning like I like uh meditate like I say a prayer um you know like I have faith in like everything that I do and I just try to stay positive I try to like pay it forward and yeah that's that's pretty much it I love it it's cool seeing it. too in the events like I said like having this conversation with you feels like we're at an event again and it's been over a month. So, but it, it's cool to see the response. Like I, I know how much it means to her knowing her for going, coming up on 11 years of knowing her. I, I, I know, I understand uh, what she deals with and like what matters to her as far as mental health goes and to see it like hit home. It, it, like people like her products and we get sales from that, but like, I can't tell you how many times over this last year going to events that 
oh, you know, this is cool, blah, blah, blah. And then they see the picture of the big check to Mental Health America, or they just see the mission statement, or they see how we reach out to Austin Clubhouse and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, and then like people will like tell us their story and they'll like break down. And it's like, it's cool like having that connection because I mean, per your, the title of your, uh, your podcast, Out Number Effect, when we do these markets, we don't see a lot of people who look like us. And so it is cool though. I mean, they're all a good time, period. They're, they're all fun, period. But it's cool having that thing right there that like connects us to just, the customers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. From like all walks of life, you know? Cause like, no matter what, like everybody faces their like own demons or like everybody faces their own battles. You know what I'm saying? And like struggles and like, mental health looks looks different for like everybody you know and um I think it's just cool to connect that way and then also like I've realized that like people don't necessarily like buy your product they kind of buy you like they buy your story why don't you start why don't you get into this like you know like I just always tell people it like if you're doing anything in like business, like it has to have some type of meaning behind it so you can connect to the customer. Cause like we get sales just cause like we meet people and we just like have a laugh and then we have a drink and like right. they tell their friends and another friend comes over and like, we don't even care if we get a sale or not, which sounds crazy. Like we just have like the best conversation. It's you know? relationships. Like, so and it could be something, cool. yeah, it could be something as special and as important, like we touch somebody's heart on the mental health, uh, yeah. mental health thing. And we're talking about that. It could be something as dumb as I'm wearing a cowboy shirt. And then I start talking sports with somebody and then <laughs> homeboy was going to walk by, but we have a 20 minute conversation about the playoffs and now we've got a hundred dollars in sales. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, man. Like it, it's fun. It's so cool. Yeah, just it's always cool just meeting different people, and even if they're buying some from you, you you can still relate to them at the right. same time too. Always have a good laugh and a good story at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And like, also, like I feel like word of mouth goes a long way, and uh, like we get most of our online sales from like word of mouth or like repeat customers. So like. I get a lot of like repeat customers. Like, I mean, my customers will like rebuy for me four and like five times, you know? So that makes me feel like, okay, like I'm doing something right, you know? Cause like people can just like, oh, like, okay, I'm just gonna buy this from you once and then you don't, you don't ever hear from them, you know? But like I have customers who like write me, like, like message back and forth and, it's just really cool. It's kind of like a family, like yeah. a community, kind of, you know? And, like, it's not even, like, about the sale. Like, is this so, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to, like, explain it, but it's just so cool. Like, I have, like, some really amazing customers. Like I said, it's been over a month since we've been to a market. I kind of wish we would have did the podcast, like, post-market, where <laughs> we're kind of just, like, I don't know, like, in a dead space in their head right now, just, like, yeah. sitting around, doing nothing. <laughs> Holidays just passed by. I know. Don't know if we can go outside anymore again. 
it's a weird it's a weird mental spot but yeah this is, this is a cool like um almost prep getting uh, getting ready to get back into working you know season, yeah no i hear that and especially trying to figure out what the weather wants to do Exactly. Like, yeah. Stay cold. Or is it gonna get warm? Like it's cold this weekend. Are, like, you, are you are you north or central? I'm north, man. I'm by the domain. Okay. Cause yeah, we're we're way south, and I don't know how it is for you, but like just walking up to the office, I felt like we we're gonna blow away. It's it's, so it's crazy windy. out there. Right? I, like, I haven't been outside since Dope. since last night. Dude, it's Dope. like so cold. <laughs> and it's so windy. Yeah. Like, and so yeah, like and we have a market tomorrow, so. And that's just, that's one of those things. It's like, as successful as the market has been, rain, wind, cold can like throw everything off. And so, yeah, uh, all the new stuff that she has her eyes on this year, hopefully we can get all that going because we've been gushing about the markets these last couple minutes, but it's... It's uh, it's not guaranteed, and I like I know like you doing like real estate. It's like it's the same. It's kind of the same ballpark. It's it could be lucrative, but the tiniest thing, a little bit of wind, a little bit of rain, can like throw stuff off, and especially COVID too. And it's do you do restrictions go up, and then we can't even show up, or we can't do this, can't do that, so or people don't show up, so. Exactly. That's why it's important to have multiple streams of income within your business, you know? So, and I feel like it takes a lot of people like a while to like understand that, but it's like, you know, if like I was to be doing only markets, I wouldn't be able to do this full time. Like you gotta have multiple streams of income. You gotta have your hand over here, over here, you know? And like always have a backup plan because things are always gonna go like a ride, like, like, like always, like I deal with that so much. And like, I used to be such a like controlling person to where like, I don't like change at all. Uh, but now like my entire life is just everything's changing. Like it's, it's so crazy. Like I've grown, <laughs> sorry. No, no, I'm just, I'm listening. Like, like I've grown so much in the last year of like doing this full time. Like you know, like, I feel like I was forced to, like, face things about myself that I, like, put off, and, um, yeah, I'm just learning as I go through this entire process, and trying to grow, and just make the right choices, and decisions in my business, and for my mental health, and, yeah. That's the best thing best thing you can do for yourself at the end of the day it's all about you and your mental health so you can be okay every day to to pump it through because this world we live in is real crazy and there's a lot of crazy (laughs) stuff going on right now so to be just in a good space is a good thing these days honestly because man uh things are just way different than they were five six years ago yeah you know yeah way different i remember i i've been knowing this man mike since uh lebron didn't have a championship (laughs) 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 (laughs)
It's over, bro. Nah. It's over. I think I think LeBron's gonna get at least one more, man. And I was the only one back then. I was by myself. And don't try to jump on the bandwagon now. All nah. Maurice, Adrian, you, everybody, all the people who didn't know what I was talking about. Nah, man, like I, I, I swore I, I, he was I, I put, do it. I, I put I put respect on LeBron's name when he came back with the Spurs, man. Cause he was about to lose. Ray Allen hit that shot, but then after that, LeBron was like, all right, I'm gonna do what I need to do and win. Yeah. And after that, I was like, okay, he's got respect for me. And then you see that fool come back from three one. It's like you can't say anything uh, about that man. <laughs> You no, it's, it's crazy. It's like it's, it's like the last time I talked to you guys, I looked stupid. Like <laughs> the, the last time I talked to you and all the boys, I just looked like someone who was praying and hoping. And a lot. He shouldn't have lost against Dirk, though. No, he shouldn't have. But Dirk had to get his. So yeah, and, cool. and yeah, I, I, I was raised up to be a, a Mavericks fan. And then LeBron came around, and I just rooted for him on the side. But the Mavericks were my team. And ever since LeBron came around, I've no longer been a team guy. Like, I'm, I'm a player guy. Like, I love LeBron. My favorite player is Giannis. And then for them to get one back-to-back. And, like, I, I root for uh, the Ball brothers and, like, a, a bunch of dudes. It's like LeBron's number one. If Giannis can get his, that's where I'm at. But then I just, like, root for, like, a bunch of dudes. That's where I've been. Nah, I, I feel you, bro. I'm kind of the same way because Melo's always been my guy, but Katie's my favorite player. You know what I mean? But I Knicks still got love for the Knicks. Good. Knicks actually look promising. Uh, I still talk bad about him until I see the finished product, bro. Like, <laughs> so, so, so same, same thing for me with the Cowboys right now. I just talk bad about him, bro. Like, Cowboys I have, I have hope for him. I have hope for the Knicks, but it's just like they're not gonna do anything. I, I feel like they're not gonna win until like I'm an old man. You know, I hope I get to see it. Like, that's all I hope for. Just like one day. Were you old enough to see them lose to the Spurs with Springwell? Yeah. Okay. That's like probably like my first memories of basketball, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, man, you said so much. Ashley was saying so much stuff earlier, and I had something that I was going to ask. I was going to ask about, but it like slipped my mind. But when you're at the market, uh, what are some crazy things? Have you heard some crazy things from people? Just. Um, yes. I mean, so we're at beer gardens. <laughs> so people are like a little, you know, saying free and having a good old time. You get the white person just kind of being rude. Oh, you yeah. get the homeless person waiting for me to turn my back so that he can make a move on Ashley. Oh, and then God. when she yeah, the down, yeah, and then when No, do you remember Tom's? No, 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 do you remember Tom's? Yes. Yes. He was not flirting with me. He was, he, ew. So he's hitting on Ashley, and then when I oh scolded him, and I'm like, we're setting up, we're the only black people over there. Jesus. And I'm like, I'm gonna let her handle it. I don't want to make a scene. And dude's being real aggressive. And when I come back, he's still shooting the shot. Then I gotta scream at him. And then he goes and like starts messing with these these white girls off to the side. And then I gotta go scream at him again. So, <laughs> then you get the then you just get the the weird person because our whole setup, every time somebody comes through, every time somebody comes through, 
we got a, you know, hey, how are you doing? Would you like to smoke some candles? Ourselves, yeah. it, it's, we're, we're selling. We're, we're the marketing people. It, a lot of people just sit there and like kind of wait for the sale. Yeah, I mean, like some people will even like have books. Yeah, some people read books like, or just on their phone. But like, I'm like what about the customers? Every I'm person like, we engage, but like you said, like you, you run the risk of just like that person is like cracked out, like literally. Yeah. And just like out of their mind and like weird. And then it's like, dang, we got to diffuse this this situation. weird situation or just like <laughs> let them talk at us or whatever. So there's some interesting stuff. Or you, you get like the, can I say Karen on the show? Hey man, <laughs> sure. You, 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 get, you get the person who just like, this stinks. I hate this. Mm-hmm. This doesn't speak to me. This is gross. And then they're like, while people are walking around and just like trashing you. And so it's like, loud. It's like, okay. It's like, okay, thank you. Have yeah. a nice day. So Bye. you guys are outnumbered. Yes. Every, markets a lot every, of times. Single, every single time. And it's cool when we do see somebody else. Like it's exciting. And again, like we don't, we don't let that like bring us down or or we don't we try to have good energy like we're, we're dealing with so much other stuff already anyways mm-hmm. we try to have we, we try to be positive about it but yeah it's like if you're asking for the crazy stuff it it does have a lot to do with us being outnumbered that's it kind and, of ties to that and like also too like i feel like with the customers and stuff like that like people can tell if you're having like a bad day or like like Customers can tell if you're like you, the vendor is like having a bad day or like if you're only being like grubby and you like are being like a like a used car salesman. salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Because like there's like there's some people, you know, like they get so, so upset if they don't get like a sale or something and you can just sit on their face and they're like very like verbal about it. And I'm like, dude, like you never know who's listening, like who's watching you, like keep your composure. Like you can cry when you get in the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. I'm like, have a little faith. Like you still got four four hours, you know. And like, <laughs> whoa, what? damn. You made it seem like the whole thing was over, but you that, no. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yo, like, no, no, yeah. Off rip, off rip. People are just like, oh, no, shut down because like one person told them no. Yeah, and it's, I'm like, it's like speed dating, and some people <laughs> I've never are done cool, that and then some people are nuts. Yeah. And it's like, there's, there's been times where it's been like slow. And then like in the last hour, we'll make like 800 bucks. And if we would have packed up and left early, like a lot of people do, they get upset. They're like, this has been as slow. It's like, dude, say a little prayer. Everybody gonna be good. Like everybody can eat. Just like relax. And see, you I, never know. I was thinking about crazy people. We've done events where vendors yeah we've done events where like at, at the <laughs> event like like the setup like they have their own rules and regulations bring a tent don't bring a tent show up at this time load up over here park over here mm-hmm. it's, it's it's part of the business simple, yeah but then we've had events where super controlling super rude do this do that do this don't listen and then we show up and there's no one there and we're like set up in the hood yeah no one like no one made money the entire event and like and since then we haven't worked with those people i don't even think that yeah, i'm not like, gonna like out them but like i don't even think that businesses or that like, vendors around anymore 
certain markets, like you live and you learn. So you do markets and you find the ones that are good, that are professionally ran. And then there's some who people just want your money. It's a scam. They don't, right. They're not trying to set you up in a good area where there's foot traffic. You can make money. Yeah. So just so, be cautious and aware. Mm, yeah. So some of these markets are trying to get you like these, uh, the scammers out there for like real. these Instagram, uh, Bitcoin mining. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Taking no, people's so, accounts yeah. and stuff. You go out there, you spend money, you set up, and then you spend the whole day in a warehouse where yeah. there's no traffic. Closed off. Like the, the edge of Austin and Luling, and because they were able to get that spot. And then no foot like traffic a, comes through. And then like a crackhead comes over to the table. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. you're like, what the hell? And you're kind of like nervous because it's like okay i don't want this like i don't make a scene but like like don't touch my stuff which i'm like crusty hands yeah. you know like use some sanitizer but yeah <laughs> it's, it's a crapshoot like you don't know every time i i feel like probably november december were the first times because we've been doing it almost every weekend that i finally wasn't feeling anxious she does good more events than she doesn't but still it's like Every time you go, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to make a lot of money, a little money, if someone's going to be mean, if the setup's going to be easy, if if the weather's going to agree with the day. And so, and I feel like just talking about it now, like I feel myself getting nervous for tomorrow uh, because it's it's been over a month. And this venue, meanwhile, it's one of our best venues, but with the weather and how things are going, the new year, you never know. And so best if, if you're doing it, if you're doing markets, don't go in there with assumptions. Meanwhile, we've always done good. If we do bad tomorrow, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. There's always another day to do better. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So keep trucking, keep your head up and always stay positive. Always. So with you being born and raised in Austin, how yeah. have you seen it change? throughout the years like what does it look like in Ashley's eyes like what have you seen oh my god Ah, I feel like Austin has like changed so much like good and bad you know like I feel like for businesses good but I just kind of feel like Austin is just like becoming very packed like everywhere I look, there's an apartment building being like built. Um, and especially like the like east side is kind of like not the same. Gentrification. Yeah. It's weird. It's crazy like seeing it day in and day out. It's like so different. Or like even like little like mom and pop restaurants that you went to when you were younger <laughs> and they're like gone or like boarded up, you know, but like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. yeah the, East Side's no, the East Side's no joke. It, it's, it's, that's the biggest thing to me is the, like, I mean, we met Thomas at HEB Riverside. If you go and to that, that was area the same. Town, it's a completely different place. Did you work at the old Riverside or the new Riverside? I the, yeah, I worked at the old one too. Okay, I, yeah. So I, was, I worked at the old one too. Yeah, I was, uh, for my department, I was the last one in there while everyone else was setting up the new one. And so even, yeah, like, even after the old one was torn down, Riverside. Knocked down the Burger King. 
Exactly. Riverside <laughs> was still a, it still had a, a vibe to it, a feel to it. Yeah. And it's, it's even with the new store being up, it wasn't gentrified as much. No, it, it's, it was just the new store, same place. area. And there's good, there's good about it. There's a whole lot of cool new businesses, but a group of people get pushed further and further east yeah. and it changes things. For but sure. it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, that was my one and only run in with the law, I guess you could say. Like I used to close dairy and then I, I walked from Riverside to Old Twerf a little over a mile every single night. Got off at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I would walk there. Bro, be all the we AD. did was walk back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I we walked a lot, man. Oh, the HEB hoodie. <laughs> We walk in the middle of the night, cut through those little back roads where jumping fences. Uh, business deals were done, little street, <laughs> street, street business deals. I'll put it like that. Um, and I remember I'm walking across the street. Um, I'm walking up the street. I look, it's like a cartoon girl, I swear to God. I look left, I look right, there's nothing. I put my foot in the road, and a cop car turns off of Riverside hits the lights on the opposite side of the road, makes me jaywalk to them because I already started. Gets out, puts me in the front of the car, puts me in handcuffs. You got any drugs or weapons on you? Don't lie to me. Be honest and, and this will go by, this will go by good for you. I was like, I just got off of work. I got a cell phone, a box cutter, my wallet. Cause I work in dairy and my name badge. That's all I got on me. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I'm going to run your stuff and you're going to go to jail tonight. What? I was like, God, I'm like, <laughs> bro, like, so I'm, I'm, I'm 22 years old. I'm like, I didn't know you went to jail for jaywalking now. I no. Like, dang. I was like, I was like, dang, like, this sucks. Bro. So I'm sitting there in handcuffs. He's running my stuff in the car. I'm like, on the hood of, like, facing the car, in the hood of the car. Four more cop cars pull up. Now traffic is running. And so you just, this black dude in a hoodie in handcuffs in front of a car, four more cars, all these cops walk up, they park down the way, they all walk up and they're like, you know, what's going on? Are we good? He's like waiting, waiting. His buddy like feels bad to me. He's telling me how his brother works at HEB and how it's a good company. Oh I'm like, <laughs> all, right, all right, cool. Like and then them. dude's like, okay, well, you were jaywalking. Here's your ticket, bye. I was like, okay. So then I walk home, see my roommates, tell my story, post up, and just like playing video games. And then two o'clock in the morning, get a knock on the door. It's the, the partner of the cop. He's like, oh, he, he forgot you give your ID back. I was like. You came to your house, bro? Yeah, because they forgot, they forgot to give back my ID. Dude was like so excited to like get a drug bust. He, was, he knew he bust me. He knew I was going to go sell drugs because that's, that's where you did that in that little in between an old torf and Riverside. But that was my way home that I walked every single day. He didn't get anything and I kind of ruined his night. But that was that's that's my uh, that's my brush with the law right there. That's my and story. and now that you say that, I definitely think that back in the day they were targeting black men walking uh, and saying it was jaywalking because you're the third friend of mine that's black. That got in trouble for jaywalking back then. They both got tickets. They won. I got two. I got two jaywalking um, tickets. That was the aggressive one. And um, I got a jaywalking ticket too. I'm downtown. So recently downtown. or? Uh, no, back no. in the day, same uh, day. time. 
back in the day and i was actually put on probation for it um, yeah like the cop was so fucking mean to me like he it was oh, so i was like downtown it was my first time going to west 6th street with my other friends of course i was like one i was like one of the only people that was like black in the group and like uh everybody was crossing the street and the cop was like screaming stop stop so i stopped everybody else kept running because i was like scared you know like i stopped and he like called me back across the street and like scolded me took my id all this stuff and he gave me a jaywalking ticket and then i forgot about it for like <laughs> six <laughs> months because i was like i don't know maybe i was like 20 yeah. like 1920 i was really young and then i got pulled over by a cop because he said that my like license plate was like covered or something but it wasn't i think i had like rims on my car or like something like that i don't know like i had like a car with like 10 or whatever and i got pulled over and then like he was like oh i'm gonna take you to jail and i was like what i was like i was crying i was like pleading i was like please i was like i've never been to jail before i was like i don't know what this is for or whatever and then he like pulled up everything and like he like told me and he was like okay well you have to go see this judge tomorrow like promise me or whatever whatever and i was like okay like i promise i was really nervous because i like he let me go, like he let me go home. And he was like, I'm not supposed to do this. And I went to court or whatever. And the judge, he was like, so mean. And he was like, I'm gonna put you on probation for six months. And he was like, if you do anything else, then you're gonna have to like come back and like all this stuff. For jaywalking, yeah, bro. I, got, I was put on probation for jaywalking. That's Damn. crazy. That's crazy. So since we're all telling stories, I guess I got a story too. <laughs> So, yes. <laughs> so back in 2009, uh, I remember I was going to go see JD, uh, JD and Mook, man, going to yeah. go see them, like off Riverside, just getting off work, just like you. But this time, like I'm in a car and I pass a cop that had already was pulled over with somebody and I had my music up loud and I had to start a regular stock radio. He left them, pulled me over and I was literally about to turn into uh, their apartments where I was at. And he was like, yeah, if I can hear your radio while I'm outside, then it's too loud. So he gave me a loud music ticket. Jeez. Wow. How do we make well, it? How crazy. do we make it so long on Riverside, bro? Oh, no, man. So I lived over there for at least like three years, man. But after that, that I had to live for a minute, bro. Like I look between Old Torf and Riverside. Same. I probably I, lived there like seven, eight years, bro. OK, so I probably had like a total of like four because I lived on crossing place once i lived in a town home uh one year and then uh you know i take that back and then also too i lived um i lived off old torf when i lived in a one bedroom like later on after me and my brother lived together so i have like three years living over there but i still you know was over there too because i knew people so i was over there a lot but i feel like it's it's calmed down on Riverside. It's not like it used to be where you see, you still see cops, but it doesn't feel as bad as it used to. Right. I feel yeah. like I used to get pulled over a lot. Like when I had a, when I had a car and I lived over there and I'm like, man, like why am I always getting pulled over? And like, I'm not getting a ticket or anything, but I'm just like getting That's pulled crazy. over, you know? Yeah. And it's like, all the time. you don't even think about it. Cause it's like, you were so young. Like it was mm -hmm. like, it just went over yeah. our like kids, but like now, 
as adults, it's like, wow. Like, we were trying to... It was always driving while black for me. It, it was always driving while black for me. Like, I always figured that. But I was just like, damn, this is rough. But then, like, when you're young, you have, like, messed up stuff on your car. Like, the car right. doesn't work. So it's like, oh, this is too loud. Or yeah. you got to get this fixed. Or it's just like, damn. Oh, well, whatever, man. You guys are just always looking for a man. reason to pull me over. But exactly. So, everybody that comes to the show, we always ask them, who are their top five rappers? I'm gonna get banned, bro. Well, this is for Ashley first. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get you, <laughs> please. We'll get you oh my god. Okay, so or if not, if you don't if you don't like rap, you know, you can give us your, your top no, five. No, no, no. I, I, I definitely like rap. Uh I like J. Cole. So like is J. this Cole. one to five or five to one? I would say we're gonna do like five to like one. Okay. So my like top, I would say J. Cole. Um, I I like Kanye music, but I don't know, man. He be wilding. Hey, you gotta say, hey, look, look. Just, just take the way, just, just, just use the art. Music from the person, man. Yeah. You gotta separate. Music not, from I like Donda. I don't care. Donda was yeah. good. It was good. I like I like Kanye. <sighs> I don't know. Like I listen to like a lot of different artists, but I never just been like, what's my like top five? And you just listen to Fetty Wap before we started. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Fetty Wap, yeah. I like love Fetty Wap. <laughs> <laughs> everybody like roast me for it. No, it's okay. Everybody has their everybody has their own personal preference. I've uh, heard yeah. way, I've heard a lot of different top fives on here. I like Fetty Wap. I mm. like J. Cole. I like Kanye. Who else do I listen to a lot? You got one more, right? Is that, is that four? No, that's only three. No. Do you? I mean, I feel like you. Drake. I like Drake, but I like the old Drake. I don't know. I feel like she listens to a whole lot more like female singers. Beyonce. Yeah. What's uh, Carrie Hilson? She just like got onto Tim's this year. Oh my God, Tim's! Yes, I like played that album out. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, I, yeah. So oh, sorry, right. I I kind of fell off the track. My bad, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> so but, you said J Cole, Kanye, Kanye, Tim's, Beyonce, and Kerry Hilson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna ask you your five too, Mike, because you've been a big part of the show today. I don't know, like I don't know if this is in order, but I'm gonna give you five. I got a Kendrick. That's probably that's probably one. Tyler the Creator. I feel like he slept on. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe people who I'm around. Uh, Buster Rhymes, um, Wayne, and I'm gonna throw him on here just because he was my favorite for a long time. Where everyone liked Wayne, and I did it for whatever reason. I, like I was a huge, huge. Is, is that five or that that's your four? That's, that's four. And then the, 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 the last fifth one. one. The fifth one is Ludacris. Oh, bro, you got a solid five. That's a really, really good five. And I'm also going to say, so that's two things that Mike was on back in the day where I was just like, nah, that ain't it. LeBron <laughs> and Ty the Creator. And I'm going to say, I'm a big Ty the Creator fan now, bro. I love Ty the Creator. I give, I, 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 I give credit to Reese. His last three albums, bro. His last three albums were fire. Like, Call Me If You Get Lost was my favorite album last year. Yeah. And then... Uh, I wasn't on Igor when it came out, but 
but I, I liked it. I started liking hey, it last year. Igor has an acquired taste. You've got to listen to it at least twice, if not yeah. more than that. Because when I heard it at first, like I thought it was a rap album, but it wasn't. But uh, listening to Flower Boy and liking that, and then listening to Igor and hearing it, I'm like, okay, it's dope. So I like your five, man. That's a really good five. Ludacris was my first favorite rapper, too. So I feel that, man. But everybody out there listening, let them know where they can find you. Yes. Um, you guys can find us on Instagram at Astrock Candles. Um, you can stay up to date with our markets and events. Uh, you can shop our online store at ashrockbeautysupply.com. And yeah. Check her out on TikTok. Oh yeah, TikTok too at Ashrock Candle. I post a lot of videos of my like products, bath bombs, candles, all that good stuff. I'll be sure to put it all in the description for sure too. I got you. I got you. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming on. It was great talking to both of y'all. So great to see Black Love still going. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> so I'm so, like for real, bro, like. It's an honor being on here. I was like nervous, but like it's real good seeing you. You're doing good. You're looking good. I'm like I'm so proud of you, man. Like I'm really proud of you. Like I'm I'm, I'm real proud of you. Everything that you've done up to this point. Well wishes, much love, prosperity, success, everything to you, bro. Like I feel I see you like as a little brother, and like I just I couldn't be more proud of you, man. Like for real, man. I appreciate you. How old are you now, Mike? I just, last month I turned 36. I turned okay, 36. Yeah. yeah. I turned 33 in November. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Real good talking to both of y'all. It's been great. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having us, man. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. It's about that time, bro. One time for the one time. One time. Oh we yeah.